0: All right, John, there's a question here from Greggy Boy. Greg in the Facebook group. Looking for tax advice from those with side hustles. I work full-time office job during the day, earning about 90 grand, but play in a wedding band on the side. So we've got the wedding singer here. Yeah, I'm really unsure of what deductions I should be considering for lodging my tax return. I've created a spreadsheet And I've earned about 13 grand from the past financial year for my music business. I'm worried that this might mean that I'll get stung with a serious tax bill. Is anyone in a similar situation or does anyone have any advice on what deductions I can look at to try and minimize this potential bill? I was thinking suits I've purchased for the weddings won't be covered, fuel, you'd have to keep a record, music equipment, possibly, and gear, but I'm not sure. Are there any other implications or considerations I should be taking into account? As always, advice is always welcome and appreciated. Cheers. So lot going on there with the wedding singer. What are your um, initial thoughts, John? Well, they are thoughts and probably not advice. Uh, I would, yeah. Look, I
1: suppose thirteen k rounded out a, a, a grand a month, right? So it's a, it's a good old side hustle going on. So I think the first part of it for most people is, well, how much do I have to pay to the ATO as a result of earning this extra income? So it's definitely a, a question straight to your accountant, and and, and sitting down with them and forward planning, I think, and saying, well, is this be- going to become a regular occurrence and-, and do we need to set it up in a different manner? Is it just in your personal name now? my sole trader or w- what's going on? Have I just earned this money on the side? And if I'm claiming expenses, you- you're obviously uh, declaring the income. So um, you've got to look at both sides there. But I-, I think, yeah, does Greg want this to be a full-time gig? Does he want to – no pun intended, Glenn – does he want mm-hmm. to actually – turn this into his full-time employment or business. And if he does, then I think it would need to be structured the right way. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, for the 13K that we've got now, we've got to be putting a good chunk of that aside for the, the tax return when he does it. What do you
0: think? Yeah, I just want to first say, like, it's okay to pay tax on earnings. Yes, I don't want you to go and say, oh, I need to go and blow $1,000 on a new microphone that I just use for weddings. I don't really need it. It's just equipment. Because that $1,000, right, it's still – your your net difference is worse off than just paying 34.5% uh, tax on that money. Because, because it's, it's going down c- in value. Well, not only that. It's just like I'm spending $1,000 – to not pay um, thirty four cents, thirty four cents in yeah. the dollar. Like yeah. I'm spending a thousand dollars not to pay three hundred dollars in tax. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So we never, we never ever live our lives that way because there is a big misconception out there. And I'm not talking to Greg. I'm talking to everyone out there. When you spend money uh, for the business and claim it as a tax deduction, when you get the cash back, you don't get one hundred percent of the money back. The government do not give people money. For buying stuff. Not at all. They'll give you tax offsets and all that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices So the first step is you're on 90 grand. If we add the 13 grand to that, you're still under the $120,000 threshold, uh, which puts you in the 32.5 cents for each dollar or the 32.5% plus the 2% Medicare levy. So what I would probably do is set up a separate bank account just for tax. And every time you get paid, even if you just put 40%, of your earnings in that account. That will cover the tax because if this keeps on going on, when you do your tax return, the government will end up sending you a quarterly um, instalment notice after you do your first one. So you'll have to pay, you know, if there was, loosely speaking, $4,500 worth of tax, every quarter going forward, they'll send you a a notice and say, you've got to pay $1,100 worth of tax. They kind of get self-employed people, sole traders... Um, like employees pay tax as they go. When you run a small business and have an ABN, um, you'll get to the fact where the government want their money as you go as well. So first and foremost, set up a separate bank account every single time If you get paid $1,000 uh, for a wedding gig, put $350, $400 in a separate account just for tax. And at least you know at the end of the year when the bill comes, that's fine. Then in terms of uh, deductions, you won't be able to use a suit for your wedding um, because that's not a uniform. The only way to get around that would be to get a couple of suits, get them embroidered with Greggy boy, the wedding singer, your logo, and then it's an official uniform. That way you can um, claim your uniform expenses on this work. In terms of fuel, what you could do, you could keep a logbook of how many kilometers that you travel to uh, those events. And then at the end of the year, you can give that logbook to your accountant and say, oh, over the last year, I traveled a thousand kilometers um, based on this. And they would claim a thousand kilometers or whatever it is uh, as an expense. Uh, In terms of music equipment, absolutely. If you want to buy a portable PA that you just use for weddings, you could buy that and um, talk with your accountant, whether they write it off instantly under the rules of the time or they depreciate it out. Uh, but look, my overarching comment here, John, is we just want to get out there, have direction, generate money, put money aside for tax. We might get some of that wedding singer money, reinvest it back into the side hustle, grow the business and then transition to, you know, we're a full-time wedding band and all that stuff. Which has its own problem because it's such a cyclical, um, or cyclical, whatever they say, industry. Or we're doing a side hustle, and this kind of goes in. You know the reasons why I think you should do side hustles. Number one, you've got a short-term money goal, and you just need money coming in to smash it and grab it. Number two, you've got some debt that you want to get rid of, so you just short-term smash and grab. Uh, the next reason you would get a side hustle is uh, you want to transition from your full job to your own self-employed thing and you usually start with a side hustle. And the fourth thing is I just like doing it and then it's not really about the money. So the reason I'm getting out is you can get burned out doing a side hustle forevermore if you're putting that money into your general living expenses because you won't be able to get off that treadmill if you're using that side hustle money to pay for subscriptions, car payments and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it might be, if, if it's going to continue the way it is, office job 90K, that might not be going to 150 overnight, so the, the tax position mightn't change too much, and if he wants to continue earning that sort of grand a month, then he doesn't have to alter too much, does he? But if it, all of a sudden he's earning over 70 grand part-time,
0: then he's got GST issues and all those other things as well to think about, so yeah, good stuff, Greg. So that's, that's what I'm saying in terms of the implications. Like, there's probably not much you can claim, um, but definitely set that tax aside. And yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods